I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Ears and Timestamps, the Good Omens podcast. <sighs> it's over. It's over, dude. Is it done? What'd you think, overall? Overall, it was a good show. I yeah. enjoyed it. It was funny. I would um, maybe watch it again in a few years. I don't know. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I, I thought I would rewatch it as um, like I, I was talking about last week, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't end up. I, I don't know. I guess I just didn't end up caring as much. I, and uh, I don't know. I really just I didn't need to. It was good. We talk about it every week. It's not like I feel like I get a good enough right. um, rap on the episode. It was a uh, pretty much. I feel like we kind of called out what was going to happen. I mean, there wasn't much left to unfold. Yeah. But um, just nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we met Satan, which was kind of neat. Yeah, I didn't expect that. And well, we knew he had to show up at some point. Then we're gonna, you know, cast Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. Didn't sound like him and at all. Then either. never have him show up. <laughs> they should have just done any because it didn't sound like him. <laughs> you couldn't tell. Well, he said maybe a total of twenty five words. Right. So you know, it's I mean, kind of could have done anybody. But they, they. Seemingly just decided to go as far out as they could with all the English actors as they could find. Because also, I mean, they also have Ryan Cox's death, and he's not English, he's uh, Scottish, but there's no... Death says maybe 30 words. Is that who death was? I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, he doesn't talk much either, and it's kind of just like a sort of Darth Vader-y kind of like... Yeah. It doesn't sound like him, but kind of that same vibe. Like right. You don't know anything about So I think they were just, like. you know, trying to get as much star power as they could, or maybe the actors were just, you know, ultra willing to, even <laughs> if it's a small part, be in this production, you know? Yeah, it seemed kind of like it would just be just good to have on your resume. Like, I was a part of this, you know? <laughs> it, uh, I don't know. It just seemed like it was a good cast, a good group of people. I don't know who the director was. Does, uh, do you remember who it was? No. Oh, okay. I wonder if he was anybody. I don't think know. It it's not anybody. I mean, I don't, not that I know every director that there is anyways. Yeah. I was just thinking probably only a small handful of directors that, you know, I would be, that I would say that I'm familiar with to any degree. And maybe, and I'm saying like maybe like five. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's anything like, you know, other shows of this nature and like most TV shows, it wasn't just a single director. There was yeah, that's true. probably maybe three directors and they each had, you know, two episodes or something like that. Is there usually just like one overhead, dire- like one person kind of overseeing everything and then... That's called a producer. Producer, gotcha. Okay. Um, Never really understood the roles. And even the producers don't always actually have anything to do with it, depending yeah. on the producer. Yeah, sometimes I thought producers were just kind of like a money backing... <laughs> or like a name that's to go behind, you know. Definitely, like, their that's probably their biggest, you know, role mm-hmm. in that position. Looks like it was Douglas McKinnon the entire time. It was someone I don't know. Okay. There's some BBC producer or director. He, yep, Sherlock, Doctor Who. Yeah, I was gonna say he <laughs> seems that he probably has to pull a lot of weight to to get the guys that he got, like to get the cast that he has. Well, it's a BBC production. I mean, even though it's, um, you know, Amazon Prime is hosting it and largely paid for it, it's still a BBC production. You know, it shows it in the the opening and the ending that it's a BBC production. So there's just all the all those actors are always in, you know, different things for BBC. It's not. And BBC is like a like a network. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. British <clears throat> Broadcasting Corporation. It's they've got you know they're like Do they all have the public any other network. networks over there. That's the only one I know from. Yeah, they've got different ones. There's like they're like the their ESPN equivalent of Sky. Oh, okay. Um, they've I'm sure that there are other ones out there, but they, but it is like BBC one, two, three, four, five, and those are <laughs> different things. Like you know, those would be the equivalents of like a CW. Um, discovery like you know bbc five is like c-span or something like that like they each have a different purpose um you know one's like science one's just general entertainment one is you know kind of like trashier entertainment like mtv sort of stuff you know one's probably more like same with the radio as well the thing is if i'm not mistaken the majority of broadcasting technology Mm -hmm. is government uh run as opposed to like america where it's mostly private organizations Hmm. Well, that's probably why America's booming, right? Like, <laughs> don't, don't we have the like the most prolific um, production, like in acting and uh, movies and shows and stuff? I don't know about no. prolific, but we definitely have, as a whole, the you know the highest grossing overall, you know. Uh, entertainment yeah. production. I'm trying to think if it's with, with more... I think Bollywood is more prolific. Okay. Yeah, like they get more recognition, you think? More people well, prolific just means that you're putting out a bunch of things. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I think that on the whole, the uh, Indian movie and film production has probably got way more that's happening. Oh, okay. Um, and it may make more money just because of the population that is behind it. Yeah, I was trying to think of anything right now that's coming out in like U.S. like TV and stuff that like is really just like amazing. And there's only just, I mean, there's like the regular recurring shows like the CSI shows and stuff. But like, I can't think of anything that like I've gone out of my way to watch. You know, that's come out recently on TV. Like I feel like everything now is just sort of going to the uh, the east the the I don't know the internet media you know like the yeah it's definitely in a in a transitionary period right now it'll be interesting to see what happens um, I, I don't like... think that it is going to ever completely change um, until just technology period makes it so that it has to change mm-hmm. which would be something that I, I can't even imagine what that would mean necessarily um, but. The, the, there's a shift in the way that people are consuming media and that's largely through the internet and that's largely because there are people who don't care to spend the money on things like large TVs and home entertainment systems and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. A lot of people just watch stuff on their computer or their phone or their iPad and so those subscription services make more sense uh, because you're not a lot of people just don't sit down and just watch TV all night in the same way anymore. No. They're usually at their desk or they're in their bed or something like that. It's a growing trend. I don't know that it's taken over yet, but it's growing enough that it's making a mark in the way that people consume things. Yeah. Certainly with binge culture. Um, and these are things that we talked about when we were talking about Game of Thrones. But the, I think the main thing is that it's... The overhead for putting something out on the internet is a lot less than putting it on television. So production companies are going to want to try and take advantage of that where possible uh, because it's 
the, the opportunity for profit is at a wider margin on the internet than it is um, elsewhere on TV yeah. or movie theaters. You know, those are things that an increasing number of people are not partaking in these days. Yeah. Honestly, man, the more I think about it, I'm thinking like cartoons are probably like the most, like the biggest thing that I feel like is coming out on TV. Like, uh, with like South Park and Family Guy and those kinds of shows. And then with like all the anime that comes out weekly, like on different, I'm sure channels out there. I just feel like there's more cartoons that hold weight or carry weight with like uh, quality than actual like shows. I haven't seen like, I haven't been watching TV though. So who am I to like judge any TV, but I just, I haven't really heard of like that many like great shows coming out recently. I've just heard of a lot of shows ending and shows that have been going on forever. Like big bang theory was like a 12 season show, which is amazing. I mean, but that's amazing to have something that held, held on for that long, you know? Yeah. Um, um, but that's like the only thing I can think of. Like that. And then I think uh, Breaking Bad was like a big one that like exploded. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, like I don't think Game of Thrones counts because that was like that's I don't know who. Well, it's not on cable under, like or HBO. it's a premium yeah. uh, you know, service. And mm-hmm. the majority of people have HBO these days. And HBO makes it easy so that if you don't even have TV, you can just have an HBO subscription. Yeah for a set number of months or you know so that you can watch game of thrones or you can just take it for one month at the end of it and binge watch it or whatever um but uh, game of thrones had more viewership than the vast majority of television yeah this season um probably more than a lot of things combined the biggest draw television wise right now i think is um News and sports is what it yeah, is. Yeah, that makes sense. But as far as TV shows go in America, I think it takes an even spread across just like, because there's a shit ton of stuff out there. Stuff that you've never even heard of. Oh, no, I know. And they've been but, going on for like eight seasons too. Like broke Two Broke Girls or something. Like didn't that go on for like six seasons? And like, That went on for a long time. I yeah. keep forgetting that it existed. Yeah, me too. Like I never saw an episode. But like I said, I didn't watch t- I don't watch TV. Like I just kind of... Yeah, I take in basically on demand um, media, you know, and then mm-hmm. I watch a lot of YouTube. Surprisingly, yeah. Um, what is that? Is that considered like amateur content? <laughs> um, I guess in for what is mostly on YouTube, yes. That's funny that like that's that's funny that like there's such a market for just that amateur content <laughs> that people just want somebody just to give them this like youtube video of whatever it is like their research on something or, well that's like, uh... <laughs> not what's most watched on what is just most exists on youtube there's something like there's an obscene number of content uh that is uploaded to youtube every minute um it's something like every minute there's like 10 hours of content that gets uploaded to youtube <laughs> and the majority of that is garbage it's oh, yeah. nothing uh, sure. what gets the most views is professional grade stuff though um, different yeah, properties true. like especially with Rooster Teeth and Good Mythical Morning and oh yeah that's um, definitely on a professional a bunch of other stuff yeah that's all you know high level production stuff yeah. and that is what gets the most views every now and then you might get like a crazy viral video of someone doing a backflip off of a you fucking goalpost or something you know but yeah that's you know those are exceptions as opposed to consistent views it's funny though because like the slow-mo guys i would say that they're probably not they like they probably made the transition onto like a more professional level 
but I felt like the the appeal to their video was was always that it kind of felt like two guys hanging out in yeah. the camera, you know, like it, it had that. There's, there's a lo-fi nature feel. to them, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure, and it's because it's all done just by the two of them yeah. until they every now and then they'll get like a sponsored video from like Discovery or something yeah. like that, and so then production gets taken over by whoever the sponsor is, and it's you know higher quality. Um, like they just recently went through a series for YouTube Red. Uh, where they went to all these different locations around the, ro- the world to do different mm-hmm. things, and that was obviously a higher production value. Um, but usually, yeah, they're what they're the setting that they're in is a little bit more lo-fi, even though they're working with you know multi-thousand-dollar cameras. And oh, yeah, yeah. Gavin has shot slow motion on the majority of movies that feature slow motion. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, or at least up until Not a point. Cool. I don't That's think really he, cool. <laughs> he doesn't do it anymore now that he works full-time for Rooster Teeth. But yeah. bef- to get to America, he started doing uh, film production and he started doing slow motion shots and he has worked on uh, up until that point that he stopped doing it. Yeah. Pretty much anything that had slow motion in it, he shot it. That's cool. So he's, you know, he's a you know consummate professional. He does something that very few people can do. Man, this, I, I, I enjoyed the last episode. I didn't like. I didn't think it was like super like loud. Like I didn't think anything crazy happened. I just sort of thought it was straightforward. But I enjoyed it. Like I, I didn't want anything else to happen than what happened. You know. Yeah, it like was. It just, you know, just tying up the ends. Yeah. You know the the final joke being that nothing happened. And I kind of like that Satan exploded. All up. <laughs> when like Adam disowned him, he just kind of like blew up or disintegrated or something. Yeah, I thought uh, that was funny. Yeah, I don't know why. He just retreated, I suppose. Oh, um, you don't think he died? No. <laughs> when his son disowned him, he was too embarrassed to exist anymore. <laughs> right. I thought it was something like he kind of made him like disappear because he was like, you're not my dad. I don't even like believe in you. So like he kind of willed him out of existence, you know, but that's probably not what happened. It, uh, it just, yeah. I mean, he willed him out of the well, he danger could, zone. <laughs> he could control reality in that yeah. moment was what Crowley was telling him, but heaven and hell are outside of reality. The, so, I mean, what I assume happened to mm-hmm. uh, Satan was that, you know, there was no reason for him to be there because he was no longer Adam's father. Yeah. So he disappears. It'd be like going back in time and changing the moment that led to those things happening. Mm-hmm. And so then he wouldn't be there to begin with in that moment because oh, there's no reason. Is how I interpreted it. But obviously it's, you know, it's not a very... A strict canon oh, yeah. happening here because even <laughs> though Adam is suddenly no longer the son of Satan and therefore shouldn't have any powers, he can still make that bush disappear at the oh, last yeah. scene. So like, he still, he has, still has like some powers, which is kind of stupid because the whole thing was that he changed reality so that he wasn't the son of Satan, which is what made him have powers. <laughs> just, there's things about it that, of course, don't yeah. make any sense, but it's not trying to be like you know strictly adhering to any line of rules. It's a comedy. Uh, but it's just kind of funny when that sort of stuff happens because whenever you make declarative things like, oh, he can change reality and he mm-hmm. did this thing and that's how the problem gets solved, yeah, you're still kind of like, okay, well, then that has other repercussions. 
Yeah, like, he doesn't have his powers <laughs> That are less anymore, convenient and, for these characters. <laughs> yeah, well, and, like, one of the repercussions of, of a dog being realized as, like, a cuter, smaller dog that he wanted, not, like, the the freaking hellhound that he right. like, started mm-hmm. off with. Like, one of the repercussions of that was that he, uh, he like, to was more been. innocent, too. And he was, and then it wasn't, like, a hellhound de- devil beast, you know? And, uh... Yeah, but that was, like just the played out joke no but that was good too it was just i i don't know that was i feel like that was kind of like a a repercussion too of him just being like who he was and like no well (laughs) yeah oh okay i was just trying to figure out how that was related oh just because we were saying that that there were repercussions for like um him like uh making a new like reality where he wasn't the son of satan so he didn't have the powers yeah i was saying that like <clears throat> him realizing that he wanted a different size dog was kind of the same you know in the same yeah but the repercussions that were recognized and oh no yeah. i know yeah i just yeah that's what i saw <laughs> that's kind of what mm-hmm. i meant i was just sort of relating the two mm. no it's just like a cause effect thing yeah I, yeah <laughs> I the but uh, in any case um it was kind of stupid how they resolve the horsemen. It, I mean, I knew that it was going to be a four-on-four. That was kind of just played out. But it was so quick. I thought it would be an actual, like, duel of some kind. Like a duel of wits or a duel of... you know, Not just, like, the kids yeah. each trading off swords and being like, you kill this one, now you do your turn. Now you kill, take your <laughs> horcrux, you know? And, like, you know, kind of just, like... Yeah, I don't know that there needed to own. be a face-off at all. I don't know exactly what else would have necessarily had to have been done. Um, I don't see why there had to be a face-off. I don't think it added anything. It was overly cheesy. It was I mean, yeah, we obnoxious, saw it coming a mile away, too. In my opinion. I thought it was just outright obnoxious. Uh-huh. Um, it, uh, I guess that they, it could have just been resolved by the sheer fact... Because then Adam goes on and changes reality so that the apocalypse doesn't happen. Right. So it's just it's like it would be like if you were you had like a big spill right and you started by drying up a little bit in the middle but then you're like oh no i'll just get a mop and do the whole thing at once i'll just change reality so that i didn't spill it (laughs) (laughs) yeah like you're you're going to end up doing the thing that cleans the board completely but you've wasted time having people do something in the middle of it no i see what you mean I guess I guess he didn't know he was gonna just wipe the board completely, so you're kind of just trying to tie up each loose end as you go. But I know yeah. I know what you're saying. He didn't need to do it, and it felt kind of overly done. Because if he was just gonna correct everything, then he could have just corrected the four horsemen, and we didn't even really need the witch either. Like the witch and the witch hunter, we didn't really need them if he right. was just gonna correct everything. I guess the the <laughs> sequence of events there is is that he, you know, the, so the horsemen get gotten rid of and that's right. what's supposed to be the hailing of the apocalypse initially so right. then the apocalypse can't happen so then that's when gabriel and beelzebub show up and they're like you gotta fix this that the war looks- is supposed to happen and then they leave and then they leave and tell satan and then that's when satan's about to show up and crowley's like well we need to convince adam to figure something out and so Dude. from a sequence of events point standpoint it makes more sense but from a what I imagine the writing standpoint is, it seems like, you know, that was the plan was that they were going to get to this point where yeah. Adam had to change reality. So then how do we construct a path to that point? Yeah. And I felt like that fell a little short for a in, 
an engaging path because I was totally disengaged at that point. I was like, this is no. stupid. Like, I don't care about these kids facing off with the horsemen. It makes no <laughs> sense at all. <laughs> no, it, it, it was just kind of like a plot device to get us on to the next moment where we didn't mm-hmm. have the horsemen. But you're right. It, it didn't seem to really fit. Um, I got nervous, like, when John Hamm, like, was coming down, like, when he... When angels get serious and like, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. scares me more than anything. I don't know mm-hmm. why. It's just like you've awoken the beast, you know? Right. You don't want to mess with like the quiet kid. Because mm-hmm. then when he comes out, he's like, he goes Columbine or whatever. Like it's just, <laughs> uh, oh, man, it was so like when he, like I knew he kind of had like a little bit of a trigger switch, like where he kind of went a little loose cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like we really saw it this episode and like he, well, John Hamm did a great job acting, but um yeah, that was just crazy. It was it was fun seeing that in his character. I always yeah. forget what his name is too. He's Which, Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel, the yeah, Archangel okay, Gabriel. Gabriel. The Archangel Gabriel. What does <laughs> Archangel mean? Uh, that he's like in an upper echelon oh. of angelhood, uh, presumably the top. Could you be like an archhuman? <laughs> You'd be in I, the top. I, I suppose you could <laughs> if you represented all of humanity to another existence (laughs) (laughs) to some degree (laughs) that would be so weird to classify yourself as that right i'm arc human i'm above other human uh they definitely get more voting power i'd give more voting power to arc humans yeah yeah i'd want my kid to marry an arc human i don't think (laughs) i could i don't think i could be with an arc human yeah too much pressure i feel like probably would be i think you're right Probably like Ben Franklin was probably an arc human. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be. I think if it came to it, I could vote for Ben Franklin to become an arc human. Be... <laughs> if, the, if that's the sort of thing that goes to a vote, I don't know. <laughs> Man, but he got, uh, I think he got a bunch of STDs. I think a lot of people probably did back then and just <laughs> yeah. didn't know. No, that's true. <laughs> Man, this show, okay, so did it, I I mean, we knew how everything was going to wrap up with like the girl and the guy, they were going to get together and then Crowley and Aziraphale were going to be okay. It was going to work out. Yeah, 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 it was all going to be fine. He got his car back and he got his bookshop back, but then didn't they just kind of end up just hanging out and traveling like it felt like? Yeah, I think they just continue on doing the normal thing, except that now they don't have a strict affiliation with their parties anymore. Yeah. So I think that they're just there for the sole purpose of existing and doing what they want to do. Yeah, they they figured it out. They got yeah. it. <laughs> I uh man, I was I was waiting for how for the reveal on like how we were gonna um like how Crowley uh stood the holy water and how Israel took the fucking bur- inferno, mm-hmm. you know? And then because uh, I just thought that maybe like god was looking out for them you know and was like right. he just kind of or she just kind of um protected them in that instance but mm-hmm. that it turned out that they they just they tricked it like they just swapped bodies yeah that was cool it was pretty smart it was funny it was in like, the in the moment whenever then the if you know it for people who didn't figure out until the moment that they swapped bodies the yeah, i didn't that know. in that moment they then 
you know, lose the pretense of being in the other character. And so then you see the actors acting like the other actor was acting as their character. Mm-hmm. Like Martin Sheen is then just like lounging in the chair and being like, he's got like a fucking totally like nonchalant, don't give a shit face on. Yeah. Which is he... totally different from how he looked the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. It was just a funny, you know, swap in characters for the I didn't actors. Even, I didn't even notice because it should have made sense too because when he like snarled at him and he like breathed fire at him, that's never something Aziraphale would have right. done, you know? But that yeah. is so... It was definitely a little out of character. It was so Crowley. And that like I should have known probably at that point or figured it out. Like I should have been in on it, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I was so late in the game. And I didn't really know what was going to happen to them because, you know, we so they get like the last prophecy that they're concerned with from Agnes mm-hmm. uh, in the, the bit that flutters oh, yeah, down yeah, yeah. as he throws it. That's and it says, you know, choose your faces wisely. And then I was, I was like, okay, well, I don't know what that means, whatever. <laughs> and, and then it goes on and on for, you know, we get wrap up for other characters and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they get captured by their respective parties. And I was like, oh, I guess they're going to have to go deal with whatever's going to happen. And I imagine... God is just going to do something. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Although God has done nothing the rest of this show. <laughs> right? Why did, why did I the, think that she'd step in now? And then when I saw that they were going to try to annihilate the both of them's oh, yeah. entire existence, I was like, oh, okay, they changed bodies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What was that like flaming waterfall? <laughs> you know what it I was, mean? Like, yeah, was they cool. didn't explain that at all. Like, we, we've had, like... Uh, a pretense for what holy water is and does to demons yeah. has been given to us. So whenever uh, Michael brings out the holy water and pours it for about ten minutes out oh, of that, that was one cool. thing, I like that. I like that. I was about to bring that up. That, that they was cut back neat. to it, and she was just still standing there pointing. I was like, "That bitch is still pouring. What the fuck?" Yeah, she's got um, a magic pitcher. And but then they they're like, okay, they bring out one of the those demon things that uh, Hasta was talking to in uh, Megiddo two episodes ago and was killing them as they annoyed oh, him. Oh, yeah, the little round, ugly no, dragon the, thing? No, oh, the, 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 the black dude who was, the, whenever Hasta shows up in Megiddo, they still don't know that the Antichrist is the wrong person, so they think he's showing up. Okay. And they're, like, setting up the plans. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, at this time, this is going to happen, and then the forces of hell show up or whatever. And it was just, like, the same person over and over again. Okay. And he kept killing them because they were annoying him with dumb jokes and stuff like that. One of those, it's one of those things that shows uh, okay. up. Um, and they were like, yeah, we've got this new associate, you know, uh, and he just set up some hellfire thing, but they never said what it was. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, this is a, a dude that's oh, uh, going to help wrong. us out. Mm-hmm. And then he disappears, he sets something up and disappears. And then we cut away and then we cut back and they just ignite a fire NATO. And there's no explanation as to what it is. It's just yeah. some sort of demon fire. I mean, thing. I guess we saw it earlier when Crowley made like the town, uh, the ring around the town. You know, I guess that was kind of similar. You know, to that, that was the only other time we seen we seen demon fire. I guess so. Uh, yeah, but even that was just. I think that was I thought, just fire. I thought, I thought it was just regular fire. So can because kill it, with because fire? it disincorporates it, it discorporates Hasta in Crowley's vehicle. So it's not. They just killed his corporeal form, not him, because he's then back later. Like, we yeah. see him in hell. Uh, so it's not any sort of, like, additionally dangerous fire. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's just fire on the, the M25 or whatever it was. But this appears to be some sort of demon fire thing. Yeah. Because there's, like, a ritual or something. The, the, they have to have a demon come in and do some sort of thing. Yeah. As it- opposed to the thing that sets up the M25 is just humanity has just been going in a demon circle for you know 50 years mm-hmm. building up this 
minute level of evil and now that the end times are here it's time for it to happen yeah i don't think they were the same thing dude there was a ton of collusion with the bad guys dude how bad was heaven dude i hated heaven (laughs) i didn't like anything about heaven in this show yeah it's like the sound of music all the time and just like everybody's backstabbing each other and nobody nobody seemed happy that everybody wants to fight all the time everybody wants war you know what I mean? Well, they don't... Yeah, and, I, and that's the thing that sort of gets revealed <laughs> at the end there is that the whole point was never about humanity. The, oh, yeah. The forces of heaven or hell never gave a shit about humanity. It was all about getting to the point of fighting again. Yeah. Because hell had lost the first time, and they were like, we're going to get you next time. And heaven was like, we didn't extinguish you last time, but we're going to this time. And so that's all that they cared about. You know, they were they're effectively just a bunch of soldiers. Obviously, yeah. um, the I don't think that the angels, even like in a classical biblical sense, are ever really described as anything. But really? a couple of them are messengers. You know, God sends, you know, Gabriel to bring Mary the news about uh-huh. Jesus and stuff like that, and you know, a few messages going along the way. But in every other, aside from just being a messenger here and there, all they seemingly are around for are for you know the final combat. So I think that it's their whole purpose. And so, of course, that's all they care if you, about. If you die and go to heaven, are you an angel? No. Oh, okay. Uh, humanity's spirit that makes it to heaven is at a higher rank than angels. Whoa. Angels are effectively God's grunts, for lack <laughs> of a grunts. more eloquent term. <laughs> <laughs> God's grunts. Yeah. Man, that'd be a good show. On BBC, God's grunts. <laughs> <laughs> it does have a good ring to it <laughs> oh when they were talking about like um is that, that the divine plan or or did you do you remember when they're like he was quizzing them on oh the but the difference between the the great plan and the ineffable yeah, plan there we go that was what i thought that was funny just like yeah, the small the, little like difference are you but is that the ineffable plan <laughs> right i don't know it's ineffable <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was and I thought something like that would end up being the bigger loophole, right. the thing that is more that was a little bit more pivotal to how they resolve everything. Mm-hmm. But it ended up just like being a way to get Gabriel and Beelzebub to shut up and leave. Yeah, it didn't solve anything. <laughs> no, it was just silly. Yeah, <laughs> it was more. I feel like it was more for us than anything. Right. Like it was just kind of like okay, well now that. Now they have no room to talk. They got logic out of it, you know? <laughs> right. So what, what would you rate this show? Um, you can just give it a thumb up if you want. No, I'll give it a more specific rating. I would, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Somewhere around an 8. Maybe nice. Somewhere between 7.83 and 8.35. Okay, Somewhere nice. in there. I think if I had watched it all back to back, I probably would have given it like a straight like nine, yeah, or, or like a ten out of ten, you know, because mm-hmm. it would have just been more satisfying. We wouldn't have been thinking about it so much probably, and it would have just been like, oh, oh, yeah, awesome, you know, and it would have just been more gratifying. I don't know if it would have been more gratifying or if it would have been um, just a bigger like, what? Here's all the like info and it's just like it would have been satisfying in the moment but if it i don't know if it'd be more gratifying doing it how we did it you know slowly getting it and making ourselves 
like appreciate right. it or if it would be better and just kind of like a big binge watch situation. It might be better to watch it at least in larger chunks. Yeah, I think... I don't know that there's very few things and very few times that I would want to sit down for six straight hours to watch something. Right. Um, I know after... Almost, other people certainly would. But. After most of these episodes, I definitely wanted to watch the episode after. You know, like yeah, I wanted yeah. to keep watching. So I think that um, had had we been able to, maybe with the last two episodes, like it wouldn't have been so much of a like... It wouldn't have felt so quick, you know, having the kids yeah. just each kind of like end the Four Horsemen and then, you know, um, and then... And then Satan comes, and then, you know, he denounces him as his, his dad, so he doesn't right. exist anymore. And then that guy fixes the computer by breaking it. Right. That was the... <laughs> <laughs> well, try and fix it. Oh, I know how to fix it. You just do All you have to do is defrag it. And this is stupid. That was like one of yeah. the dumbest jokes of the entire Why did he show. think he knew how to fix it? <laughs> He's just like, well, I, I, I know how to fix it. I just don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> so that was dumb. I do think that the last two episodes would be a better package rather than individual episodes. I think so too, yeah. Um, just from a, a viewing standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, yeah, it was, a, it was a really good show. I enjoyed it yeah. a lot. There's no great narrative that's happening. It's just a comedy. No. It's, it's a comedy about the end of the world. I do. I would recommend it to everybody. I have been recommending it to people too when they want to watch a show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I have a hard time believing that it majority of people wouldn't enjoy it. I almost felt like it wasn't over either. Like at the end, it felt like they kind of made it. They almost left it open. I don't know if they left it open ended or if they left like more room for like another story or I don't know. It just didn't feel like it was all over. Well, it was definitely the, I guess the thing is, is that, you know, like we've said, there wasn't like any, super strong narrative happening the point of it was just to be a comedy set across like these five days or whatever it is and to to then have more things go on you know as a sequel or a a third book or whatever would suggest that an attempt at a narrative is being made oh yeah and i don't know that that it would be if if that then happened and you had you know, a sequel that was attempting to then move on into like another narrative thing happening. And then now there's this greater narrative. I think that it would feel, I don't think that it would be congruent at all. I think that would be almost two entirely different books and that would be really strange. Yeah. The only thing I can think of that would be mildly entertaining would just be to see what Xerophile and Crowley are doing, but that would only be like a single episode. Like it'd be just kind of like a flash, like a, uh, like a reunion episode, like not even a whole season, mm-hmm. but yeah. It did. Maybe it just kind of felt like it was. It wasn't ended because you know, like that was the point. Like nothing, the world didn't end, so like it, yeah. it just kind of continued on, and everything kept going on as 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 you would, you know. Right. So that's, that's probably why it just felt like that. You know, like something mm-hmm. like there could be more to the story, but because there there will be more, obviously, because right. we just have existence continues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that that's probably just the feeling that I was getting, rather than there will be a sequel, because I don't think that that will be the case. No, yeah, I, would, I don't think so at all. Yeah. So not since half the authorship died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. He probably has like a disciple, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's always some person that like they can get to ghostwrite for an author when they pass or something. I don't know what happened with. Um, 
the guy that wrote Dune, Frank, uh, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> no, I think it's like Frank Herbert or Frank. I can't even remember. But um, when he died, like his son started like just writing sequels to his books, mm. and then. Didn't didn't Tolkien's son do something like that with? Yeah, but all Tolkien's son really did was just kind of just grab all of the notes in yeah. his father's messy library and put them in sequential order. Oh, yeah, make sense of them. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's no new narratives that have come, or there's, there's no original narratives that have come out of Christopher Tolkien. I gotcha. As far as the Lord of the Rings universe goes. Maybe he's written something on his own. I don't know. Um, yeah. But as far as Lord of the Rings universe is concerned, from the Tolkien family, nothing has been original since Tolkien. Or uh, J.R. Tolkien. <laughs> what is J? J? John? Probably, right? Like Joseph. Joseph R.R. R. Tolkien. I should know this. J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, Lord of the Rings trivia night. John Ronald Rule Tolkien. It's <laughs> a good name. Ronald Rule. It's a very, a pretty British name. George Ronald Rule Martin. Is George <laughs> George Railroad Martin? George that's Railroad. Why, Martin. That's why he always wears that hat. That would make sense. I like George Railroad Martin and and John Railroad Token. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So what do we got? What are we gonna watch next? The plan. As it stands, is to watch Chernobyl, the okay. HBO miniseries. Got it. Um, we're not going to serialize it. We're going to watch it all and then have one episode about it. Pinch. Um, just because it's a uh, <laughs> more of a documentary miniseries rather than like a, you know, a, a multi-point story. Yeah, it's something um, that we could kind of build and elaborate on. I feel like it'll be more fun to just kind of bl- get it all done in one big go and talk about our favorite parts of the documentary so that way yeah um, i think that makes more sense and we're also yeah. not going to do it next week yeah we don't know exactly when we're going to do it yet we're going to probably just watch it as we can and then whenever we're ready to record it record it and then let y'all know a week in ahead in advance yeah i'm looking <laughs> to be expecting forward. it yeah I'm looking so everybody just watch it at your pace and then at some point you'll get a deadline from us you'll get a deadline and if you haven't finished it already at that point then uh, knock out the last couple episodes wherever it's only five episodes so you know five hours worth of watching and people who are a little bit more dedicated to watching things than i am will knock it out tomorrow (laughs) i'm gonna try and i mean the next time i have a show that i'm like well that i'm like waiting around like oh what should i watch like i think i'm gonna put it on i've I've thought about it several times i just haven't Mm -hmm. done it because i didn't know how we were gonna do the episodes either because like if we were just gonna have yeah if we were just gonna have done it if I had known that we were going to do it like this, I could have watched it really at any time. Um, yeah. I think that but, having, you know, a couple of weeks off from two episodes will be worthwhile be as well. Oh, for sure. Um, we're I'm, coming up on a year or two. A yeah, year of podcasting. We're just about there. And we're going to upgrade the system. So guys, keep listening in for that. Yeah. Um, that should be happening hopefully next week. I don't yeah. really know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, yeah, something. We'll, yeah, we'll get it figured out as as we grow. But mm-hmm. you guys know how to find us um, at ears underscore stamps on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and um, dog ears and timestamps at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And let us know, um, yeah, what you thought of the show, what you want to watch, um, what you're thinking. Just email us mm-hmm. and uh, do the uh, five star review on the uh, you know 
Yeah. All the different podcast platforms. Only five stars or GTFO. Yeah, just send us a private message if you don't like us and tell us why. Mm-hmm. But don't leave a but leave us a five star review. Yes. And then, oh no, just leave Do us a five star review and then tell us why in the five star. Why you don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gotta be five stars anyway. Yes, yeah, definitely five star, but then tell us why you don't like it. Yeah. Only five star reviews. I turned off one through four stars. Oh good. They don't exist. Good. I had to write a special email to Steve Wozniak, is he still at Apple? To ask him to do that. He was at Apple at the time, I'm going to say. Yeah, he was there when he approved it. And he said, yes, turn off one through four stars. For this podcast Mm -hmm. only. Yeah. (laughs) So, we'll see y'all in a couple of days with the conclusion to the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. And then we'll see y'all the next week with whatever the new book's going to be. Ooh, yeah. I think I know. We actually need to decide that before we start recording final episode for Evelyn Hardcastle. So we'll do that, and we'll let y'all know. Yeah, (laughs) y'all are in store for a good book next week. (laughs) Hopefully. Oh, yeah, dude. All the the ones you picked, man. Maybe. There's only one that I'm 100% confident about. Uh, The other two I'm relatively confident about. Okay. We'll find out. Yeah. If in three weeks... I hate everything. (laughs) Y'all will know. We'll know. I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Schaffer. This is Dog Ears and Timestamps.